This a Yellowwood 500 betting picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win 20 times in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away one $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by VSI and sign up now and save 40% off with their football season special. When you use promo code SGP, VSIN.com slash subscribe, promo code SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Welcome in to the Super Speedway edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, and we are getting set for... A super speedway race, baby, which means strap in. This this episode is going to be as long as the race itself because we have got some uh, a card that is packed full of goodness for you. I, I don't think you would expect anything less on a super speedway weekend uh, from us, right, Cody? You got it, Rod. One of my favorites. Uh, again, the hardest to bet, right? And, and we'll get into that as we as we get to the bets. But super speedways are are my favorite ways to bet. Like. Maybe not. uh, Let's see. Trying to figure out how how I want to word this. It is my favorite. I wouldn't want to do it every weekend for sure. (laughs) Not a positive EV play, as as the guys on the main show would say. But it's so much fun when you when you get to come to the Super Speedway. Again, we'll we'll talk about strategy, how we're going to tackle it, how you go about betting a Super Speedway. But you take it easy, you take it light. That's going to be the moral of the story. You shoot big, you aim high. Sometimes they cash, sometimes they don't. If they don't, it's Talladega, baby. What else? Well, you know, it's, uh, there's going to be some wadded up cars. There might be some flipped over cars. Or we've seen it all, right? So, uh, and it's the, the racing is great. I, I love, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm so excited, getting choked <laughs> up. I love super speedway racing. It's, the racing is amazing. It's constant back and forth. There's so much action going on. One little mistake causes 20 cars to go out of the race there's always that risk throughout the thing now you've added the pressure of being in the playoffs of the way that some of these guys next round of the playoffs have started some guys are in a hole 
Some guys see this as their opportunity. Stage points are going to be huge. They're going to be, we saw it at, at Daytona at the end of the regular season, right? Racing to win stage number two for those valuable points. Ended some drivers' playoff hopes. Uh, and now we get, get to see that this weekend in the playoffs. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's like the holidays. You love them when they come around, but you certainly don't want them to come around more than a couple of times a year because you're exhausted, you're full of turkey, you've spent all of your savings <laughs> trying to get the kids whatever it is they want this year. So uh, you are definitely not wanting to see it again for at least another couple of months. So uh, that's how we feel about Super Speedway Racing. It's definitely a great present when it gets there, but it's not something that we uh, would would say is a 12-month-out-of-the-year thing or even a, a several weeks in a row type of a thing. But, yeah, definitely going to have some fun for Talladega. It is the high speeds. It is the close packs. It is the potential for the big one. I mean, like Cody said, it's just going to be a, an action-packed race. We thought last week was an action-packed race as far as what we were going to see. Yeah, we're going to see it all. Um, again, if this is one of your first times finding this show, Thank you very much for listening, uh, and, and this is not the way we always break down these races because super speedway racing is a beast in and of itself. There will be many, many lead changes. There will be many, many shifts in position. Uh, the pack will change. The lines will change. Sometimes it'll get strung out single file. Other times it'll be bunched up 25 wide. Okay, maybe not 25 wide, but there will be side-by-side -side racing for the most part. And, uh, yeah, I mean, again... Those of you who are, are seasoned NASCAR vets, you know. But uh, for those of you who may have stumbled on upon this because you were searching Talladega in the Google machine and this popped up, uh, yeah, that, that's exactly how we're going to approach it. We're just going to throw a nice little amount of darts at the wall, hope some of them stick. And and again, I mean, these are all educated darts, but... Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, right? It's They're calculated darts, right? There's there's some statistics, there's some data but then there's Talladega. And, and so you got to find that that good balance of, you know, these guys have good track records and there's just people who are better at these types of tracks than other people. And and for the most part, those generally tend to be the better plays and you can find advantages inside of the numbers. But if that guy gets wiped out in the 30-car pileup, well, it's Talladega and that's going to happen, right? So it's, uh, yeah, that's what that's what makes it so much fun. You could have finished first in four out of five races, but all it takes is for the one race where you get yeah. messed up that it's all over. Exactly. It doesn't take much, and guys are going to get caught up in it. That's how it goes, and that could be a positive for some of your bets, and uh, that's the only way some of these bets will cash, and uh, it, you, know, you can take your bets out at the same time. So it's, it makes it fun. It does make it fun. Tell you what, there is a ton of news to get to, so let us get to that news but let's tell you about game time first because I want to give ample time enough to talk about this news. But we have to talk about game time because buying tickets sucks the old way. Whatever way you ever bought tickets before in the past, it pales in comparison to how you can purchase tickets now with the game time app. Because game time not only rewards you for buying tickets in the first place, but it rewards you for waiting until the very last minute. Because sometimes you just don't know if you can make it to that concert, that sporting event, that next door neighbor's bat mitzvah until the last possible minute, right? And then you're fighting against sellouts, right? I mean, that your neighbor's bat mitzvah is a very hot ticket. And if you wait too long to buy it, you are going to get asked out. So game time, you can get rewarded for it because not only are they going to give you the best prices for the last minute purchases, but they're going to give you flash deals on those purchases as well. 
easy to find and buy the kind of ticket that you want for whatever it is you want. Plus, you're going to get an image of that lawn chair looking up at whatever it is that's going on. I've never been to a bat mitzvah before, so I just watched one on a movie. That's where I pulled it from. But whatever it is you're looking at when you're looking at that, they're going to send you a picture of that, and you're going to appreciate knowing where your seat is and what it looks like from your seat. So list just snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account use code cfbx for 20 dollars off of your first purchase terms apply again create an account redeem code cfbx for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets to bat mitzvahs lowest price guaranteed Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team or drive alongside your favorite drivers all season long. Plus, you can win up to 20 times your money in a single game or race by going 5 for 5 on your picks. From now until October 4th, guys, Underdog, they're going to match your deposit 100% of that first deposit up to $500. You do not want to miss out on this deal. Plus, $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy they got a total of $2 million prizes going all season long. $100,000 in prizes this week alone. 10 lucky people are going to wake up $10,000 richer this week. You want to be one of them. We want to be one of them. Do not miss out on this opportunity. There's a new sweepstakes every week of the NFL season. Stick around on Friday. No, no Xfinity race this week, which means we're going to have a dedicated underdog fantasy uh, episode, so we'll give you all of our favorite underdog plays right there in that episode. So watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Yes, sir. Definitely something you want to get down on, um, as well as buying tickets for random events that your neighbors are holding if your neighbors make you buy tickets for the event cody are they really your friends i mean probably not <laughs> <laughs> i mean if if i if my neighbors are throwing a party i better have front row access That's, without it's a hell of a party if, if they need to sell tickets for it so this I guess is, there true. is that this but, is uh, true but all right rod like you said the news has been coming out left and right. A lot of driver announcements today, so we will breeze through this one somewhat quickly, but touch on all of it if we can. Ryan Priest back in the 41 car next year for Stuart Haas. That confirms a third Stuart Haas car. Is Wonder Bread um, going to stay a sponsor, please? Hey, maybe that's part of the. Maybe that's part of. Uh, that's all I want. Why he's coming back? He's got the 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 Wonder Bread sponsorship, or AKA Haas. Ricky Bobby broke out his. Uh, <laughs> Broke out his checkbook, and it's going to be the Haas car some more, probably. But, um, and then Bob Pockers was asked, uh, will SHR be a four-car team? Who will be the driver of the 10? Bob said he fully expects SHR to be a four-car team in 2024. Few in the garage expect Amarola to return, but have been surprised before. Cole Custer among those considered if Amarola doesn't return. Mm. Uh, do we think, I mean... <laughs> If he would have gone to the Xfinity series, tore it up, won 10 races like we said he was going to do, maybe then you consider. But why? So here's my only here's my only consideration as as to why it's it's like that when you it, it's when you're bringing up kids from one like freshman JV freshman to to varsity and you're like you're you're big, you're strong, you can play a little bit, right? Come on. Come on and oops, come on up into a uh, 
into our, our thing, but then they don't do it. And then you're like, oh man. And so then yeah. you send him back down again and you're in an endless loop. Yeah. All right. So it'll be interesting to see who gets that car. Obviously there's some other, other drivers still out there that haven't signed. Riley Herbst, an interesting name, right? We know he brings the monster sponsorship with him. We know that that Stuart Haas is in desperate need, especially if Smithfield is gone, right? That Smithfield funds half that team by being on that car. They bring a ton of money. Um, so be interesting to see, you know, I don't know that they would move Haley Deegan up into that ride just yet, or hopefully not, because I don't think she's ready for that. But uh, be interesting, obviously, with with sponsorship, with some of these other drivers that are out there. Uh, what might go on there? Uh, Raja Karuth is going to be getting a ride in the number 17 Hendrick car for Phoenix later on this season. So uh, in the, the championship race. So uh, that's typically been a car that Hendrick has only been fielding for their cup guys, right? They, they've not been putting some other people in it. So be awesome to see Carruth get that, uh, get that opportunity and Rod at the Charlotte Roval in a couple of weeks in that 17 car. Have you seen this news yet? Who's going to be racing this car? No, I have not. Oh, good. 61 year old. Boris said, what? coming back to drive the number 17 car. Hell yeah. Um, he's He raced as recently as 2021, so it's not been that long. But uh, he, he's going to be coming back to do the Charlotte Roval in the number 17 car for Hendrick in the Xfinity Series. Um, so that's, you know, that's that's cool. It's, uh, <laughs> it's hey, Boris said legend, right? As, as we were growing up and at younger ages. He was he was the guy, right? He was the road course ringer. I was gonna say the, um, the real the OG that, road course yeah, ringer. He's the, yeah, exactly. And and he's the guy that everyone leans on to learn things now. And he teaches a lot of people stuff. Um, so it'll be awesome to see him back out there and in a good ride too. I mean, that 17 car for Hendrick is not a slouch of a ride. It's it's a good opportunity. Uh, and Sammy Smith, Rod, leaving JGR next year, leaving the Toyota camp. He is headed to J to to <laughs> JRM, <laughs> Junior Motorsports, JGR, JRM. They're too close. Jeez, come on, Way guys. too close. Um, but he's going to go to Junior Motorsports and drive the eight car. Um, I had said that it would probably be car squabble. That was kind of what I had heard, but uh, obviously not the deal. Sammy Smith, uh, which this brings Flying J Pilot. That's his his sponsorship and who he's riding with, right? Uh, we'll bring them back into the JRM fold. They were there a long time with Michael Annette. Um, and so now, yeah, Sammy Smith is going over there and Sammy Smith, an extremely talented young driver. There's a lot of, of crafting to be done there, right? And we've talked about a lot lately how the finishes haven't always been there, and he's got really fast cars, but he doesn't always make the most of it. But you've seen he got the win earlier this season, had a nice third-place finish this past weekend at uh, Texas. So he's definitely got a lot of uh, a lot of opportunities. So that's, that's a good thing. Um, that leaves the JGR lineup completely uh, wide open. Sammy Smith out of the 18. The 19 is already a part-time car. John Hunter is going to the Cup Series. So what do they do with that? Uh, you know, with those two full-time rides, they keep them as two. For, they used to have three full-time rides and the part-time. They've gone back to two in the part-time. But what's what's out there? What's going to happen? Corey Heim, obviously a big name from the Truck Series. You think maybe he's he gets a an opportunity to move up? Although I saw Bob post something about thinking that Corey Heim is going to stay in the Truck Series. So very interesting uh, to see again how that shakes out, and that's two. I mean, if if they go with two full time cars of those three cars, because you would assume a third car will probably continue to be a rotator. You get Ty Gibbs can can run races in it. John Hunter can still come back and run races. He's going to be in the Toyota camp still with 
with Legacy Motor Club as they move over there. So, um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to kind of see how how that shakes out and, and who ends up in these rides. Yeah, I mean, look, these driver moves are all it, silly season started so so early now because now we're starting to see, you know, like you said with JRM, it's like where are you going now? And and there's all kinds of stuff happening. So it, it's going to be weird to see, uh, especially Sammy Smith and JRM equipment. You know, you, you think of him yep. as you know a, a JGR well, car you, for sure, but a fairly decent. And they've been good at poaching the JGR guys lately. Brandon Jones obviously came over. You've got a pretty good lineup over there at JRM, which they generally do. But a lot of young talent, right? Sam Mayer is going to be back. We've seen what he can do, and he's still got some growing to do. But once he breaks out and, and really buds, he's going to be good. Same with Sammy Smith. You've got Brandon Jones, kind of the veteran presence, right? He's been in Xfinity Series a long time. Brings that nice sponsorship money, but he's a good driver, too. He was in the f- Championship Four, or was <laughs> was two laps away from the Championship Four last season for his teammate wreck. Uh, I mean, he's he's gotten his wins, and we've talked about how good he is at certain tracks and, and all of that. Um, and then, uh, who's their other car? Uh, let's see. The one, the, oh yeah, Allgaier. Duh. <laughs> Probably the most important guy, right? Justin Allgaier is going to be back, uh, speaking of veteran presence, right? So so you got two more veteran drivers and two young, raw talents that have a lot of potential that just need to be crafted. So it's going to be a solid lineup for, for JRM next year. Uh, one other piece of news, which we'll kind of touch on more tomorrow on the Truck Series episode. Make sure you come back for that. Front row adding a second truck, 2015 NASCAR Sprint Cup. I think it was a Sprint Cup uh, Series Rookie of the Year. Brett Moffitt going to be in the 34 truck for Front Row Motorsports. Uh, the key thing about that, give Zane Smith a drafting partner, which as he looks to continue to move on in the Truck Series playoffs, could uh, could come in handy for him. So interesting addition there, and we'll obviously probably touch on that some more tomorrow. Moffitt is a uh, a pretty solid uh, pretty solid draft draft track, plate track. Whatever the fuck we're calling it these days, he's good at that stuff. Tapered, tapered spacing, right? That's what it is. Tapered spacing track. That that's what it's called yeah. now. Is that is that what we're going with now? I don't, I don't know. know it, sure. I feel like that's <laughs> what it's supposed to be. Tapered spacing or something to that effect. Let's uh, let's get into some uh, ads and then we'll come back and we will tell you all about uh, our bets for this Talladega uh, racing weekend. Let's first tell you about VSIN. We're brought to you by VSIN. Sign up now. Save 40% off of football season special when you use promo code SGP. VSIN.com slash subscribe promo code SGP. Sean and Ryan are in a contest going head-to-head with other VSIN shows to see who sells the most subscription. The winning show gets a $1,000 Super Bowl future. The best part is Sean and Ryan are going to cut you in on the prize if they win couple easy steps for you to get in on this step one go to vsin.com slash subscribe use promo code sgp to sign up step two go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash vsin to submit your proof of purchase if they win you'll get to vote on what team to use the thousand dollar super bowl future on and if it hits you'll get an equal piece of the action so go to vsin.com slash subscribe use promo code sgp then sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash vsin to submit win bigger by betting smarter this nfl season with hall of fame bets the sports betting analytics platform for parlays player props and game lines research every nfl nba mlb and soccer bet with historical stats and data 
Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rates for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, Cody. It is, of course, like we said, the Talladega Super Speedway, the Yellowwood 500, 188 laps around this 2.660-mile paved track of sheer fury of plate tracks, of spacers, of whatever, pack racing uh, action. It's just going to be a blast. So where, Cody, are we starting our betting card tonight? Yes, Rod. So, again, the, uh, the, the super speedway talk, right, that we always like to have, you've got to go into this one even more. It's gambling, of course, so every week you've got to expect you're going to lose it. But this week, even more so, you might have the proper bets. You might, which we could say that every week at this point, we have the proper bets and they get wiped out, but they're even more prone to getting wiped out on the super speedways. So you go into this week, you go in lighter than normally would, you place some bets, you have fun, you sit back, drink a beer, whatever you want to do, watch the race, enjoy the chaos, and root for your long shots to hit. With that being said, Rod, there is one commandment when it comes to betting on super speedways. I know, it. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know what it. What is that commandment, Rod? Always fade Kyle Larson. Always fade Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson, I love you. You almost cashed some bets for me last week. I'll forgive you. But despite being one of the greatest drivers, if not the greatest driver in the entire world, he's not good at super speedways. It's self-admitted, and the statistics back it up. There is a few exceptions. He did does have one. His entire career, Rod, he's not not rookie. He's not too young of a guy anymore, right? His entire career, he has one top five finish on a super speedway. That is here at Talladega. So it is possible for it to happen at a place like Talladega. But one in his entire career, not very good. He's going to be up there chopping it up. He's going to be leading laps. He's going to be possibly winning stages or in the mix for it. He's going to be trying to get as many points as he can. And you're going to be thinking to yourself, wow, this Kyle Larson looks pretty good at super speedways, doesn't he, Rod? And then, Rod, it's going to happen. There's going to be an accident, probably not of his doing, probably just going to be in the wrong place at the wrong time like he is every single time on super speedways. So our hope here with fading Kyle Larson is that he gets caught up in that wreck before these other guys who are more prone to to finish the races, right? So two head-to-heads on him. Uh, I do not go... Generally, we've backed off the head-to-heads a lot just because the books are really good at the head-to-heads, and there's it's hard to find some good value on there usually. But I'm going to take Danny Hamlin over him. I'm going to take Kyle Busch over him. Um, Martin Truex Jr. is the only other guy I consider betting against in head-to-heads on super speedways. I will not take anyone else uh, over someone else in a head-to-head on a super speedway unless it's – like if you're getting like plus 200 or more, like then yes, do it just because of the chaos factor. But – Give me Denny Hamlin over Kyle Larson, minus 110. Kyle Busch over Kyle Larson, minus 120. Um, these guys, Denny Hamlin's one of the best super speedway racers in the entire series. He's got three Daytona 500s. 
He's really good at finishing these races. Loved Denny Hamlin. And Kyle Busch won at this track earlier this season at Talladega, right? He won that race. Um, he should have fucking won the Daytona 500. He was leading at the end of regulation, cashing our bets for us and got fucked overtime. Uh, but that's another story. He's been a little bit up and down lately, mostly down. But um, he is really good at super speedways, and, and he's been very good in this A-car specifically. So taking both of these guys over Kyle Larson again. Self-admittedly, Larson just doesn't like super speedways, is not good at them. And he always, always, always finds a way to get caught up in these big crashes and usually not even of his doing. It's almost always just wrong place, wrong time, but it finds its way. Um, if you take out the spring finish here last year where he did get that top five, his only career top five, 31.8 is his average finish since 2019. Uh, thanks to Ryan over at I Fantasy Race from that. His, his finishes here, Rod, 33rd, 18th. This is 18th. So last year, I wanted to bring this up too. I guess now is as good at a time as any. Last year in this race specifically, in the fall of Talladega, one of the most calm super speedway races we've had in a long time. That was coming off of Alex Bowman getting hurt at Talladega or at Texas the week before and, and having to drop out of the playoffs. That was not long after Kurt Busch had gotten hurt um, at Pocono in the practice crash, a crash that's now ended his career, right? There was a lot of safety concerns at the time. Everyone was kind of on the, you know, on the edge a little bit of that, and so I think that played into it. So Larson did finish 18th in that one. That fourth place in the in the spring of last year's race again is his only career top five finish. Before that, Rod 37th, 40th, and 39th. Not great finishes for Kyle Larson at Talladega. Not good at super speedways. More specifically, despite this being the one track, he's got a top five. He's really bad at Talladega. So. Fade Kyle Larson. Give me Danny Hamlin over him. Give me Kyle Busch over him. All right, you talk about not wanting to do any other head-to-head, -head, and, and I get it. I mean, we've you're right. We slowed down on the head-to-heads because normally it's just frustrating, especially on a super speedway. You don't want to get caught up in it and, and like just kill yourself. So, But I do have one head-to-head, -head, one guy that I'm going to pick on. You're, you're taking him over Kyle Larson, and that's fine because, let's face it, everybody's going to be taking over Kyle Larson, and that's the that's the commandment that we've, we go to live by. But me, I'm, I'm fading Kyle Busch, hardcore, and I'm going to take Christopher Bell over Kyle Busch. This one's at minus 110. I know that kind of breaks the the law about uh, you know not taking a minus money head-to-head, -head, but it's Kyle Busch. This guy has been struggling so much so that he's driving backwards. So there's no real... <laughs> There's no real reason to think that he's going to finish well in this race uh, anyways. And and look, if you look back at what he's done over the last few races too, um, yes, he won earlier this season. Absolutely fantastic. But that is when we thought Kyle Busch was back. That is when we thought that Kyle Busch was going to be a good driver all season long. He was going to be consistent. He was going to be fast in this eight car. Well, that hasn't happened. And honestly, the last few races for him... Like we said, so bad that he's driving backwards, right? I mean, 20th and seventh, or 20th and 34th in the last two races. I mean, granted, listen, we were saw, we were hopeful, right? We were like, oh, look, a seventh place at Kansas. How, how good is that? 11th place at Darlington, seventh at Daytona. Like, yay, he's back. But no, he's not. He's he's driving with his with whatever's going on in his head. He's fighting demons. And and Kyle Busch to me is not a safe bet on this super speedway. Whereas. 
Christopher Bell, on the other hand, has started on the pole uh, two out of the last three races here. He started six oh, earlier. Christopher Bell on the pole. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Stop us if shocker. you heard that one, right? Uh, <laughs> but no, but he started sixth uh, in the spring, finished eighth, 17th, 22nd, uh, fifth in these races as well. I mean, not really the greatest of, of finishers on this, but he's got three straight top 10 finishers, three poles in the last four races. Like Christopher Bell's car has been fast. I think he'll continue to be fast. And honestly, a lot like you're just going to fade Kyle Larson, I'm just going to fade Kyle Busch at this point because he hasn't proved to me that he's got it right now to uh, to be able to keep up, especially in a race this intense, this long, and you know this meaningful. God, this long. That is a good point, too. I wanted to point out 500 miler here. So it is a little bit of a longer one, right? Similar to the Daytona 500, obviously. But a lot of the other supers, I mean, at Daytona here most recently, it was a 400-mile race, so a little shorter. This one's got that extra 100 miles, that extra chance for a lot of chaos, Rod. Um, is this, uh, I should probably know this, but what time is this race? I feel like, oh, it's in the, oh, there's no lights. It's the Talladega. Never mind. Yeah. I should know that too. So, um, all right. Next up for me, Rod, I am going to go to one Tyler Reed Dillon. That's right. We're betting on Ty Dillon this week. Not something you get to do very often, uh, when it comes to, to betting on NASCAR because he's generally not very good, but Rod. He is good on the super speedways. He is good at Talladega. So we're going to take Ty Dillon, top 10 finish at plus 800. This discussion has been had in the in the Discord. The books have, have gotten a little smart to the to the, the super speedway top 10s, right? You're not getting what you used to get. We used to be able to get this at 20 to 1, 25 to 1, maybe even farther. They know, they know that you're hitting these more often. It's not as good, right? So you got to look a little harder maybe in, in some cases, but... Ty Dillon is a guy who can't get it done. Also, Rod, we're going to sprinkle Ty Dillon top Chevrolet 100 to 1 because I've seen these super speedway races where they finish and the top finishing Chevrolet, even though they're the biggest manufacturer, they have the most cars where he's finished in ninth or he's finished in 11th. It doesn't, it's not always at the very, very front of these. Um, and again, this is, a, this is a carnage play, right? You're playing Ty Dillon not because he's going to be one of the fastest cars out there, not because he's one of the best drivers out there, but because he's going to be in the back, he's going to be staying out of the way, and he's going to survive, and he's going to survive, and he's going to survive as cars deplete in front of him and they get out of the way, and that's what you're going for with this type of bet. Ty Dillon, actually, Rod, has the 12th best average finish of active drivers since 2020 on this track here at Talladega. Um, he, he has a 17th place finish average um in five starts here in that that time span eight of his 11 starts at talladega eight of 11 rod that's pretty good sample size and that's a pretty good uh number eight of his 11 have been in 15th place or better so if eight of 11 times is getting you into the top 15 you've only got to get a couple more spots and on a normal week if we can get somebody eight to one and, and they're fi within five spots of cashing your bet want a super speedway in 30 feet you can move 15 pots so like i mean really it can go that fast right and, and you can get positions quickly um so like ty dylan for that um he did have a third place finish here in 2020 that was when he was with the germain racing and you know maybe that car was a little better than the spire car but again it's not really about the car it's about just making it to the end which he's pretty good at 
He finished 14th in the spring here in that Spire car. It's not not the best car out there. We understand that, right? But um, he finished 11th a few weeks ago at the Daytona race. Again, 11th place. That's one spot away from cashing that, that top 10 finish. A couple more spots better. Maybe ends up being the top finish in Chevrolet. Uh, and four of the last seven at Daytona. Again, when you're looking at Talladega, you can look at Talladega stats. You can look at Daytona stats. You can even throw in Atlanta from the last couple of of seasons there if you want to. I didn't go too deep into Atlanta because I do think Talladega, I think it's easier to look at Talladega and Daytona stats when you're looking at Atlanta, but I think using Atlanta stats to Daytona and Talladega, that may or may not make sense, but I think because of the style of racing it is, you can rely on the other stats. The track size, maybe it's a little different, but anyways, that's another story for another day. Anyways, Ty Dillon, Tyler Reed Dillon is great at super speedways and it's because he just gets to the end and that's all you're asking for him to do here he's not going to be mixing it up in stage one he's not going to be mixing it up in stage two maybe he will but it's unlikely but to find himself there at the end because he survived the carnage all the late cautions will get him his laps back whatever he needs and he gets inside the top 10 to cash an eight to one maybe just maybe rod all the chevrolets are packed up on the truck and ty Dillon's one of the few remaining grabs that top chevrolet at 100 to one that's what makes this fun because if it is just utter chaos and carnage, all of your bets might be wrecked. And here comes little old Ty Dillon, gets back on the lead lap on that last caution, scores you a 10th place finish, top Chevrolet, top 10. God, that's why I love betting on super speedways. You just never know. It's like a box of chocolates. You just never know what you are going to get. Uh, speaking of that, you never know if Carson Hosevar can find his way inside of the top 10. This one is a two to one, so plus two hundred for Carson Hosevar to to nail himself inside of the top ten. And like you said, this is even getting the 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 gross part about it is that this plus two hundred is still a, a really good number when you're looking at these top ten bets because they're all so close to the vest now, and it's so frustrating to it's try to find. And value. he's the favorite in the truck race, so it, it would make sense. And again, we'll talk about that tomorrow. But so it makes sense is his odds aren't crazy here. But God, two two to one is just it's. It's a good bet still because he's going to be good as you're about to make the case for, but uh, it sucks that it's only two to one, but, it does. but it's still, it's still good value, especially for, for what we're being offered again, got to make the best of what you have. And uh, I think that you're doing that with this bet. Yep. I think we're going to make some lemonade out of lemons uh, in this one. Because again, legacy is, is found some speed. I mean, whether it's Toyota superpower engines that they're putting in there now uh, to prepare for this, uh, this upcoming switch, or if it's just that they figured, well, the season's almost over. Neither one of us have anything left to prove. Let's uh, let's go out and, and do some damage to everything else. But, um, you know, Josevar finished 11th at Bristol, 16th in Texas, 17th at Darlington, um, you know, 20th at Kansas. But again, these are all respectable finishes for a guy who has really only made five starts in his entire career in the Cup Series and is aiming for a, a Cup Series ride next season. At Daytona, a couple of top 10s. For him in the in the truck series, um, he's really only made uh, but a handful of starts too in the Xfinity series, so can't really make that very well. Talladega hasn't been necessarily as kind to him in the truck series, but again, these are much different cars. These are much different things. And again, by and large, for Carson Hosevar at two to one, you're talking about a little bit of extra chaos. We know Eric Jones is a top ten car now. He's he's proven that he's he's a top ten car and and continue to be so so. Um, and for Harsavar, he's just getting very much more comfortable behind the wheel 
of this cup car. So I think giving him a top 10 finish, especially a two to one, when the rest of the top 10 finishes are all really just 125, you get a little 115s. They're so low that taking Carson Josevar two to one just makes sense here for a top 10 finish. Yeah, like you said, I like it. Look at us tying stuff in here. First of all, you have the current driver of the 77, the future, not yet announced, but the future driver of the 77. And then we've got his teammate for right now, the rest of this season at least, Eric Jones. Oh, Eric Jones at Talladega, Rod. He is good. He loves this place. And the books don't know about it yet. So quietly go place these bets before they find out. Because, Rod, you're going to get him top 10 at plus 175. Again, it's only plus, you know, it's only two to one, basically, but one of my favorite bets on the entire board here. Also going to take him top five at plus 500. I think this is a great bet as well. Um, he has the best average finish of active drivers since 2020 here, 8.7. He has six top 10 finishes in the last seven races, Rod. Again, can Eric Jones get caught up in a wreck? end up finishing dead last in this race absolutely but six of the last seven times he's avoided the chaos here and been inside of the top 10 at the end of the day and they're still giving it to you at almost two to one inside the top five at five to one um so you go back his last three races here rod sixth place sixth place and sixth place that's a pretty good streak he's on he's got three, three straight finishes of, of six yes notice the pattern here so you know, if you can find a top six bet, I don't know if they're offering F1 bets uh, on the NASCAR side of things. The top six might be advisable, but uh, and he was ninth in the race before that. He'd have a 27 sprinkled in there. Wow, what a horrible finish by him. Second and fifth in, in the two races before that. So, uh, again, top 10 and six of the last seven. Just, man, it's he's been really, really, really good at Talladega. They're feeling a lot of momentum lately. Like you said, things have been going good. Um, be interesting do they work with the chevys do they work with the toyotas i maybe that throws them out of this a little who knows but again when you get to super speedways like this at the end of the day you work with who's around you and and eric jones is, is going to have the opportunity to do that almost cashed us a winning ticket here last year lost it at the very end there finished surprisingly in sixth um but love me some eric jones this weekend he's, he's one of my favorite drivers to be on uh top 10 at 175 top five at five to one well and that's the thing too i mean if he if carson osavar and him are close to the front obviously they're going to be working together obviously that means that the potential for them to finish close to each other is amplified that much more so um i certainly like both of these guys inside the top 10 especially if they're right behind each other uh bumper nose to bumper at the end of the race right and and can find their way into the correct groove to be inside the top 10 um, all right, let's continue to fill out top 10 because why the hell not? Uh, you want to root for chaos? You want to root for a, a car that you don't root for on a weekly basis? Let's root for Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Top 10 car, plus 125 on Caesars. The dude won the Daytona 500. I mean, that's that's really it's, it's the end of the argument right there. I mean, again, I was just going to start and finish all of my arguments with because Dega, but I figured you guys deserved a little bit more uh, than that, but... <laughs> Um, that could be. Well, we should just do that next time. Be like, okay, this because Dega. Because Dega. And this because Dega. And you just yeah, that's it. Fill out our card because Dega. That's that's pretty much all there is to it. 
Um, there's no other real argument here to be made for Ricky Stenhouse because, again, his average finishes on super speedways, 15.4, which, honestly, to be honest with you, that's not necessarily all that bad uh, as, a, as a, a driver. But you look at what he's done in the 47, unfortunately. Second in 2020, fantastic, right? But then 38, 33rd, 16, 30th, 22nd. But he did finish 15th here in the spring after starting 33rd again he won the Daytona 500, which means he's kind of come into his own. And lately, he's got a couple of top 10 finishes in his pocket. 10th at Bristol, 9th in Texas. His average finish this season, 16.4, which we know, if he can continue that on a super speedway, can, can find himself inside of the top 10 quite easily. Bad at Daytona, crashed out uh, the second time around the thirty and finished 34th, so... Um, you know, again, not necessarily, but a 15th, like I said, at Talladega earlier, um, Atlanta, he was 17th, which again, we can't really count as a true super speedway, but, um, you know, look that 47 team for the last couple of weeks has just peaked his head up in places where we didn't think it was going to peak his head up. So you look and all of a sudden down the crawler, the 47s inside the top 10, the last couple of weeks, I think that can happen very much again this week. He may not run in the top 10 all race long. But I think by the end of it, he may accidentally find himself inside the top 10. So uh, at plus 125, this number was at plus 175 when I put it in the dock. People have already hammered this down to plus 125. So if you believe in Ricky Stenhouse as a top 10 car, the public certainly does, I guess. I thought I was getting it as a steal. Unfortunately, the public uh, was on it as well. Yeah, uh, man, Ricky Stenhouse, he's... He's so volatile, but he is a very good super speedway racer, so I will give you that. Next up for me, Rod, I'm going to try and hit top Chevrolet bet. Um, Chevy has been the best car on the super speedway in in the next-gen era, right? And so it, it makes it a little tougher to, to try and hit one of these where it is. You know, I made the case for, for Ty Dillon a few minutes ago. At, you know, and again, it's you're just looking for the chaos, and so I get that, but... I'm going to go with a couple of dart throws here um, in AJ Allmendinger at 18 to one and Justin Haley at 25 to one uh, AJ Allmendinger. We talk about him every time we come to a super speedway. He is quietly a super good super speedway racer. Third place at Atlanta. Not very long ago earlier this season um, in the spring here. He did finish 29th, but his last cup series start at Talladega was back in 2018. Obviously he'd, took some time away from full-time cup series and hadn't made any starts here, but he was sixth place in that uh, race. Daytona, six of his last eight there. He's been inside the top 10. Uh, AJ Allmendinger, just quietly a good super speedway racer. Got his first super speedway win last fall. I think it was at Talladega here in Xfinity. I don't remember if it was, did they race here in the fall? I can't remember, but no. anyways, it was at Talladega in the Xfinity series where he got that win. Um, so he's been really good at super speedways and, and colleague colleague is very good at super speedway racing. So you're going to go over to his teammate as well here. And Justin Haley, you're just hoping these guys are working together at the end, right? Might be working together. Uh, the two of them, you're also going to have, we didn't really go over the, the lineup, which I guess we should have done, but Chandler Smith is going to be in this race as well in the 13 car for colleague. Um, and he's also going to be in the truck series race in the, the first first replacement for Matt Benedetto, which we'll talk about that more tomorrow. Uh, but so you're going to have three college cars in here. They're Chevrolet guys. They're good super speedways. Justin Haley has a win at Daytona. Okay, we might be going a little little far out there because it was a lightning shortened win. But hey, 
right place, right time, right? It still it still counts as a win. But in six of his last, so he has eight starts at Talladega, and or he has seven starts at Talladega, rather. In his last six, after his first start, he's been inside the top 15 three times. Um, and he's got five Xfinity Series starts here, Rod. Twice he's won. He's finished in the top eight in all five of them. J- J- Justin Haley. I keep wanting to call him JJ Haley since uh, <laughs> since that's what Kyle called him in the in the Discord, which is his name, and that's what he went by before they they decided to go with Justin. Um, but Justin Haley, twenty five to one. AJ Allmendinger, eighteen to one. Again, just these are guys that, that are good at making it to the end of the race, good at surviving the chaos. You or spread you spread your darts out, right? You, you find a way to get in on this guy, find a way to get in on that guy, because that first wreck's going to come. A couple of your bets are going to get wiped out, but you're still going to have some other guys around, uh, and you're just hoping you you get the right guys to make it to the end. And these are guys who've proven they can do it, specifically on this track, specifically at Super Speedway Racing. So Almondinger, Top Chevy, eighteen to one. Haley, twenty five to one. Uh, my only concern with AJ is just the whole thing too with Kyle Busch. It's the same thing. They're both such emotional drivers that like either one of them can just very easily find themselves frustrated and then lose focus and, and wreck out so that's my only concern with aj you know i love him so it's it, it may it's even hard for me to admit that so um that's it too but that i mean again we're we're prepping yeah, for I mean, chaos and, yeah and then that's you're going for chaos right but like you go back through aj like it's been rough 29th 30th 30th out of 13th at darlington but 29th of daytona wasn't good but watkins glenn he's super good at road courses right fourth 26 26 27 17 19 but Atlanta, super speedway where he's good. Third, 17, 10. Uh, Sonoma, good at road horses, right? Boom, sixth. And then it, it just drops off again. Like his, his Daytona 500 earlier this season, he finished in sixth. Like he's just really good at, at getting to the end of these races. And maybe it's because he's checked out and he doesn't care and he's riding in the back. I don't know. But as long as he gets there, I don't care. Well, I'm going to make a case for another driver exactly like that, and that's Ryan Blaney. Uh, I have him as a top five at two to one, and then and then I'm going to say a top three if you really want to extend that further. The top five to me feels like kind of a, a safer kind of bet, but the top three definitely, I like the number for the top three, especially because top threes aren't really all that uh, generous in this market as well. So top five at two to one. If you want to ladder that to top three, uh, you're going to get, plus 350 on this one. So for Ryan Blaney, you know, this season for him has just been not what he wants it to, right? I mean, obviously he did have that win, so that put him in the playoffs. But since then, I mean, 28th at Fort Worth, he crashed out of that one. 22nd at Bristol. He did have a 12th at Kansas, 9th at Darlington, great. But he crashed out at Daytona, 36th, the last super speedway that we were at. Um, Atlanta, the second time he actually did pop up and have a good, nice finish, a ninth place there, but he did start second in that race as well. Talladega in the spring. Yeah. Spring race. Yeah. Uh, finished second. So that, that's a lot of what I'm hanging my hat on as well. Uh, Daytona, he finished eighth, not too far outside of the top five. If you can finish eight, you can finish fifth in a super speedway race. As for what he's done in particular on this track, he's got a pair of second-place finishes in 2022 in the fall uh, and 2023 in the spring. So you want to talk about just sort of being good on a specific track, that is that is Ryan Blaney. And in fact, um, he's led 47 laps in the spring race and 31 in the fall race last season, 23 in the spring race again on his way to an 11th-place finish 
in in the spring of 2022. Uh, so again, and he's actually got two wins on this track, back to back wins in 2019 and 2020. He's capable of being inside of the top five. He's capable of being inside of the top ten. And again, as he's proven the last couple of times he's been on this track, he's fully capable of being inside of the top three. So, um, you know, really this is all for the numbers part of it because if you're looking at top fives and top threes even, it's all kind of yucky. So plus 200 and plus 350 for both of those, uh, for the top five and the top three, are, are really good values for a guy that's done it before. Yeah, I like it. No arguments for me here. Ryan Blaney is one of the best super speedway racers there is. Again, if he can avoid the chaos, he, he's definitely going to have a good shot to be there at the end and not only be there, but but put himself in position to to be in that top five, to be in that top three. Um, so I, I do think that's a good call. Rod, unfortunately, this episode has not made it to YouTube after some technical difficulties, but I still have my Corey LaJoy picture right here, and I'm still going to use it. Corey LaJoy, Rod, top five, seven to one. Also going to take him to win at 60 to one. Um, Super Speedways, Corey LaJoy is an auto bet for me. I will say Talladega, his worst of the three Super Speedways. So I don't feel as as great about his chances here as I do when we go to Daytona and Atlanta. But he can still get in the top five. He can still win. He's just he's proven to us he's very good at avoiding the chaos, right? And we've seen it time and time again at Daytona, time and time again at Talladega. Um, he does have four top ten finishes in the last nine races here. That's not bad. That proves he can get you to the top ten here at the end. Um, Daytona, he's finished top 16 in eight of the last nine, Rod. That is quintessential. Make it to the end and be there. Be be alive at the end. Have a chance to get inside the top five. Have a chance to win this race. And the books are smart, right? We used to be able to bet Corey. What did we have Corey LaJoy at Atlanta last year? 250 to one, I think. Two, 200 to one, 250 to one. Now they're only offering him at 60 to one. That's for good reason because he's good at these, these tracks. Uh, you go back to Atlanta earlier this season, right? He finished fourth in the spring race. Uh, where was he in the fall race? He was or the what a summer race, I guess. They're kind of those Atlanta races. It's weird how they put them closer together, I suppose. But he was very good there in that race as well. Um, last year, you know, he was leading with uh, with two to go, uh, and then uh, that was the one where we had the big bet on him. Didn't quite cash out, but Corey LaJoy. Very, very good at super speedways, much like his teammate Ty Dillon. Just good at avoiding the chaos. Um, and so, yeah, give me Corey LaJoy. Top five, seven to one to win the race, 60 to one. Maybe this is the weekend, Rod. Maybe this is the weekend Corey LaJoy cashes that outright for us. He's just been so close. Like, it's just been so frustrating to to see him, like, wreck it. I mean, he, he runs up front and people are all excited about it. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh no, there goes Corey LaJoy again, and you're just you're so frustrated. So I feel yeah, you. He does, he does he does does get caught up in it sometimes, but he's throughout the race, you're gonna see him mixing it up. He's not scared. And and I think he's done that too to prove to everyone you can work with me. I'm a good super speedway guy. He's gonna be up in the mix throughout the day. They're gonna talk about him. Wow, look at this Corey LaJoy. You know, this spire team's not that big and Look at how good of a run he's having, and they're going to act all surprised like he doesn't do it every time we go to a super speedway. We're not going to be surprised, Rob. No, we will not, uh, unfortunately, for everybody else on that one. So, um, All right, I'm going to turn one more uh, top three card in, and, and that's Ross Chastain as a top three car. 
plus 800 over on Superbook for this. I've seen this as low as, what was it? Bet365 had this way low. And I, and I know because I had it earlier and then I saw that, uh, that it was that high on Superbook and I could not believe that it was plus 800 on Superbook. Maybe it was, uh, let's see, Ross Chastain. He's plus 700 on Superbook. Maybe it was Caesars where I saw it that it was like even much lower than that for a top three finish for Ross Chastain. But again, I it, Ross Chastain is a lot like Kyle Busch, a lot like Kyle uh, um, or AJ Allmendinger. He's 550. There it is, 550. Yeah. Over, so you're getting a huge value for Ross Chastain uh, as a, a top three car in this. Um, Daytona, he was ninth, not too far outside of the, the top five, which could have put him inside the top three in that, right? Led six laps in that race. Uh, bad, bad running in the spring here in Talladega. Started 23rd, finished third. Um, so not necessarily all that great as well. Not a good run at the last Daytona where he finished 17th, but he did lead 19 laps. He did finish second in Texas. Came out of nowhere to finish second in Texas, which... You know, again, we talk about as long as you can survive where you're at, then being at the end up front is not necessarily out of the realm of possibility. Um, <clears throat> so go back to Talladega for Ross Chastain. He actually does have a win on this track and finished fourth place after leading 36 laps in the fall of 2022. Um, like I said, unfortunately, not a good run for him in the spring, but I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're seeing Chastain kind of pick himself back up again. He finished fifth at Darlington, which is one of his best finishes since Michigan uh, after a string of, of finishes outside of the top 15. So again, for Ross Chastain, he's just going to have to do something. And and maybe this is the race for him to get it done because it's a super speedway and just about anything can happen. So eight to one though, for me, it seems like just a very big misprice for a guy that does have the speed, that does have the, the capability. And on a super speedway where you just... You're trying to predict the unpredictable. Um, I, I like this opportunity for him. Yeah, it's a good one. He's he's good here, right? He's won here at Talladega before, so we know he can get it done. Um, and he's you know what a guy from that colleague bunch. I know he's not with colleague anymore, but still a Chevy partner of those guys. Maybe they end up working together, and and him and Haley have worked together a lot at Super Speedways. Him and AJ have worked together at Super Speedways as well before. Um, so I think that, uh, yeah, I think that you can't go wrong betting on, on Chastain and look, look what he's done lately. Like speaking of what have you done for me lately? Like he's just had a shit car. He's not been that good. And yet he, what he finished second last week, like he just keeps finding his way to these good finishes and I don't know how they're doing it, but maybe he wills his way to another good one this weekend. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. Uh, all right. Well then. All that's left is to give us, uh, give you our slew of winners uh, as we get started into the uh, the Talladega Super Speedway. But first, here's a show that we love on the network. Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues. And or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Fantasy Football Channel show, Old Fashioned Football. 
Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including the injury report, studs and duds, waiver wire targets, and suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. So Justin sent us a picture the other day of uh, of a whiskey that was, I know I know this is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, but it was an Alfa Romeo uh, brand of whiskey. Said he's going to send us some. I truly hope so because that looks like some good whiskey. Yeah, that that was pretty sweet. Uh, I thought that was that was pretty cool. He said he's gonna gonna get us each some and send it to us. So, uh, love those guys. Was listening to their waiver show earlier today. They just uh, they always have a fun time. Some hilarious stories that they share. It's it's great because you get you know, it's a married couple and so they spend their life together and they they've got all the the stories of each other and and Justin's uh, pepper story from today. Go check it out. It was it was pretty funny. Uh, I love it. All right, Cody, who's going to win this race? All right, Rod. Typically, I I don't I honestly I don't know that I've ever bet the the actual outright favorite at a super speedway. Normally not a good move. I normally would not suggest it. But this is the week, Rod. Brad Keselowski finally breaks the streak. Brad Keselowski is going to get it done. He's going to win at Talladega. Rod, let me read you the list of people with more wins at Talladega in NASCAR history than Brad Keselowski. Dale Earnhardt Sr. That's the end of that. <laughs> uh, he's also tied. He is tied with a couple of drivers, so we'll give them a shout-out because, you know, Hall of Famer Dale Earnhardt Sr., I get it, right? Uh, so he's tied at six. Dale Earnhardt Sr. has 10. Brad Keselowski tied at six wins with uh, Jeff Gordon. I think he's in the <laughs> Hall of Fame, has a couple of championships. And uh, is this a Dale Earnhardt? Dale Earnhardt's on here twice. Oh, it's Dale Earnhardt Jr. That's a pretty good list. Dale Earnhardt Sr., Dale Earnhardt Jr., and Jeff Gordon, the only people with more or the same wins as Keselowski at Talladega. Loves this place. He's super good here extremely good super speedway racer you saw it right from the get-go when he came to rfk uh, and, and teamed up with chris busher who's a great super speedway racer right they won the duels back to back last year their first times out in those cars besides the clash obviously uh and just it, it was started right there looked impressive when they got hooked up at the end of that race at daytona nobody was going to they had zero chance to catch that and whichever guy ends up in the front and luckily we're going to cover you both ways uh, is going to win. Like when these two guys get hooked up together late in the race, you will not stop them. You, you cannot stop them. And Chris Busher is going to push Brad Keselowski. He's going to return the favor. It's, it's Keselowski's time. He's 12 to one over on Superbook, 10 to one. A lot of places. If you got to go there, I would still take it, but a 12 to one uh, on Superbook. If you can get that, I really, really like this number. Keselowski is really good here. A 13.1 average finish since 2020. Uh, and again, six times he's won at this track. Uh, it's it's incredible. He's done it in, in Penske equipment, obviously, most of the time. But he did it in that 0-9 car before anybody knew who he was, before anybody had ever heard of him. Outdueled Carl Edwards to the end there um, for the victory. So, Kozlowski at 12-1. to 
obviously there's more drivers on the card rod because it's a super speedway. You got to spread it out. You can take, <clears throat> excuse me, and you can bet on anyone to win this race. I, I would maybe the like bottom four or five probably not bet, but hey, it could happen, right? If things get really crazy. Uh, so give me Ty Gibb, 30 to one. This is mostly, and another fun thing about super speedways, pick a driver you want to root for, pick a driver you want to see do good, and roll with it. And that's what I'm doing here. His super speedway pedigree, it's not super great. He's been 31st and 37th in his two cup series starts at Talladega. Got caught up in the mix. It happens. But that 31st in the spring rod, he was leading that late, that race very late, and he ran out of gas. Oh, it made me sad because I think I had a ticket on him that day as well. That's all right. He gets his redemption here. I think we could see Ty Gibbs end up in victory lane. Um, he's been racing very smart. He made a rookie mistake last week on pit road. It happens, right? We, we've seen it, and, and it happens, but he can recover from it. He's had a very, very smart season of just staying out of the way, not getting in trouble. I think he could find a way to be there in the mix at the end, take advantage of the move at the right time, and win this race. So Ty Gibbs at 30-1. to 1. Eric Jones, 35-1. to 1. Probably my favorite outright on the board here. Um, just because, talked about him earlier, he's really fucking good at Talladega. If you want all the stats, back up and listen. Top six, three times, sixth place actually, three times in a row. He's had chances to win this race. I think he could break through and get it. And because we can, Rod, 200-1. to 1. Riley Herbst, only a couple of Cup Series starts to his name so far, but his very first career start, the Daytona 500, earlier this season, 10th place. He's not a bad super speedway racer. Doesn't have a win yet. Uh, again, I, I think I've bet on him every super speedway he's been on this year. And there's been times, right? He's, there's been times where he's been up front. He's been mixing it up. Got caught up in a couple of wrecks. That happens at super speedway racing. He's got the ability. Um, and he'll be in a front row car in the 36, I believe, uh, for front row again. Uh, but it's going to be Stuart Haas prepared. If he's around the Stuart Haas guys, he's going to work with them. He's a Stuart Haas driver, right? Uh, we all know that. So um, is he in the uh, – of course, the entry list won't load. He is in the 36, yes. So Goland McDowell, obviously, is a really good super speedway racer as well. Ford, uh, we know that they're very good at super speedways, especially out of anywhere. Um, so, yeah, at 200 to 1, it's worth a shot because two laps to go at Atlanta a couple of years ago. Corey LaJoy was leading the race with a chance to win it. I know he didn't, but it happens. How many times have we seen it at Daytona? How many times have we seen it at Talladega? Austin Sindrick winning the Daytona 500. Michael McDowell winning the Daytona 500. Guys like Trevor Bain winning it. Uh, guys like Brad Keselowski in the 09 car winning here at Talladega before he was Brad Keselowski. These guys can win these races, and Herbst is a, is in a good, good equipment too. It's not a Spire car, and and even though I think the Spire cars can last and be there at the end, this Stuart Haas-powered front row car is going to be fast enough to actually just flat out win the race, you know, in front of the pack and all that. So Riley Herbst, 200 to 1. Uh, almost said Brandon Jones. Eric Jones, 30 to 1. Ty Gibbs, no, Brandon, Eric Jones. All right, let's 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 start over. We're going to go with Riley Herbst at 200 to 1. Eric Jones at 35 to 1. Ty Gibbs at 30 to 1. Brad Keselowski, 12 to 1.
It's so much goodness, it's hard to fit it all in, into one thing, uh, into one sentence, first of all, into one sheet on here. So, uh, all right, I will go with uh, your outrights uh, teammate there, and I'll go Chris Busher at 14-1 to 1 to win this race. You know, listen, you talked about it. You talked about them pushing each other at the end, and, and it could very well be Chris Busher pushing Brad Kozlowski for the win at the end, or... It could be that Brad Kozlowski figures out that he can't get around Chris Buescher uh, because if he does, then all of a sudden, all hell's going to break loose behind him. So he has to push his teammate across the line again for yet another win. He won in Daytona, Chris Buescher did. Uh, he won in Michigan. He won in Richmond. Uh, he's actually done very well for himself on super speedways. He finished fourth at the Daytona 500. He finished third at the Talladega Spring Race. He won the Daytona Fall Race. So... Again, for Chris Buescher, it's really been good for him all over the place. This is one of those instances where you just take everything that he did before and you throw it out because this season has been a very special season for Chris Buescher, and I don't know that uh, there's very much that you could argue with as far as him being one of the better cars on this track. Started second in Texas, didn't do very well at the end, though, finished 14th, uh, but of course, Yellow is not my favorite color, so there was all sorts of nonsense that kept him from being a good finisher. But fourth at Bristol, third at Darlington, right, seventh at Watkins Glen, eleventh at Indy GP. This uh, this forty or seventeen car, forty seven car. Uh, that's earlier in the episode. Go back. This seventeen car has been phenomenal this season, and I think that continues here. So if we think that uh, Brad Keselowski is going to do well then I think that his teammate is going to do well as well. A lot like we were talking about with the the two uh, Legacy Motor Club guys. You know, if they're going to be running together, you, you figure that the, uh, the well, and these, these RFK cars have been running together all season long. So we know that they're going to run together in this race in particular. Plus, I, I think the top Ford is intriguing for him as well because if I think he's going to win this race, then I think top Ford at plus 550 for Chris Buescher over on Superbook is another good bet to take and another good angle because look, he doesn't have to. What if what if Kozlowski does push him uh, and and Chris Buescher gets in front, but Kozlowski gets taken over by uh, a couple of Toyotas that are behind him, right? And and he loses momentum and the Toyotas pass him and all of a sudden it's Buescher and the Toyotas, right? But there's a Chevy in front. Well, then all that means is that you still cashed a five and a half to one on Chris Buescher being the top Ford because he was the top Ford there. So I like that angle as well. And then Chastain at 25 to 1. It's a good number. We talked about him being a top three car. And if he can be in the top three, if he throws the right block at the right time, if he picks the right line in the last lap, the one with the right momentum, he could find himself uh, surging ahead to win this race. He's done it before, right? It, it's not something he hasn't done before. We're not talking about a, uh, you know, a 400 to 1 long shot on Ross Chastain. It's 25 to 1. It's actually not bad when you consider some of the other favorites that are out there. Um, you know, granted, it hasn't been the, the best season for Chastain. We talked about it. We talked about he hasn't been in the best equipment lately because, for whatever reason, Trackhouse forgot how to set up cars. Um, but, you know, maybe he, maybe he hail melons it in a, in a legal way and gets you the win at 25 to 1 at Talladega. There you go. I like it. I, I love the Busher play, obviously. I talked about Busher when I was talking about Kozlowski. These guys, if they don't just lock bumpers at the start of the race, uh, I mean, put the hook out, have one guy pull the other guy. I like, 
they should never leave each other. They're going to be very, very hard to beat at the end. They're two of the best in the business. And, and uh, yeah, so I, I like getting in on both of them um, because I think they're going to be up there. And then Chastain, again, talked about him earlier. He's won here before, so we know he can do it. Indeed. Uh, all right, get out your pen and paper. We're going to go over all the bets for the Yellowwood 500 from Dega, baby. Cody started you out with Denny Hamlin over Kyle Larson, which is our one commandment, always fade Kyle Larson at minus 110, and then gave you Kyle Busch over Kyle Larson at minus 120. I am going to pile onto Bush and take Bell over Bush at minus 110. And then Cody gave you Ty Dillon as the top 10 car at 8 to 1, top Chevy at 100 to 1. I gave you Carson Hosevar as a top 10 car at plus 200. Cody gave you Eric Jones as a top 10 car at plus 175. And the top 5 at plus 500. I gave you Ricky Stenhouse as a top 10 car at plus 125 on Caesars. Cody gave you the uh, AJ Allmendinger as a top Chevy at plus 1800. And then Haley as well at 25 to 1. I gave you Ryan Blaney as a top five car at two to one and then said, if you want to take that up to top three, it's okay at plus 350. Cody gave you Corey LaJoy as a top five car at seven to one to win the race at 60 to one over on Caesars. I said Ross Chastain would finish inside the top three in this race at plus 800 on Superbook. Don't go for the plus 550 on Caesars. Grab the 800 on Superbook. Cody gave you Brad Kozlowski at 12 to 1, Gibbs at 30 to 1, and Jones at 35 to 1. Uh, Brad and Gibbs can be found on Superbook, Jones at MGM, and then Herbst at 200 to 1 on Superbook to win this race. I said take Kyle Bo or Chris Busher rather at 14 to 1 to win and top Ford at plus 550 on Superbook. And then threw in Ross Chastain at 25 to 1 to win at Talladega, Cody, Super Speedway. Cannot wait to watch this race and to once again be pissed off all Sunday long because I'm not going to know what the hell's going on. Oh, see, that's the good thing about the Super Speedway is you can't get mad because you just have to expect. You know it's going to happen. You know the wrecks are coming. That's what makes it so fun. Again, place the bets. Take it easy. Count it all as lost. If any of them cash. It's a hell of a day for you. It's a good day. It's a fun day. And if they don't, hey, you got to see some good racing. Probably got to see some spectacular wrecks. I love it. I'm excited. Super Speedway's definitely top of my list. Outstanding. All right, carry the conversation on to the Discord. We will let you go fill out your cards for the night. Cody, as we let people go, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yep, follow me on X at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. Uh, and yeah come back tomorrow for trucks we're gonna do this all over again same gonna be the same conversations there you get to have a lot of fun betting on these races because it can be chaotic you can't hit these long shots oh i'm pumped i'm ready to do truck odds are all up rod i'm ready i'm ready to start diving into the research right now the trucks are going to be so much more chaotic than the, and they always are so yeah if i didn't like the color yellow before i sure as hell <laughs> am not gonna like the color yellow after this so uh, yellow wood yellow yellow is in the name <laughs> anyways i'm on x at rj via gomez find me with my tongue wagging because it's uh it's been a rough one but uh, yeah definitely check out everything i got going on whether it's here whether it's in between media with the back road i'll be on again with seth and elliot talking daga baby and then of course check out all of my work for sportsbook review it's all in the bio at rj via gomez we'll see you tomorrow for some trucks ladies and gentlemen until then Let's go racing and let it ride. Let